What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by High V and Toys and Ford. I'm your host, Dan Casper. As always, football season, NFL season. Let me correct myself. NFL season officially underway now. Kansas City falling to the Detroit Lions Thursday night. Now we get uh, the majority of the games coming up this Sunday. I say majority because obviously we have Monday night football. But with that, let's kind of talk about some games, some actual games that matter. Packers, Bears, we're going to talk about it. But first, let me ask you, how excited are you for this particular season, the new era under... Jordan Love, a lot of new guys on this team, the youngest team in the NFL. How excited are you for this season? You've been kind of talking about, you know, off and on. Like, I've I've mentioned that I'm excited for, like, different reasons. And I get excited for every time a new season starts up in, in the sports world. Opening day, baseball. You know, tip off for the hoops for for the box and such, and then you know kick off officially started last night, but you know Green Bay kicking off on Sunday. I mean, I get excited every year, but for Green Bay in particular, it's it's kind of a new excitement for for me. And I know Surveyor, our good buddy, uh, Rugby Insider Surveyor Sam, uh, had texted in yesterday saying this is the most he's been excited maybe ever, but. Tell me how excited you are, and, and is there a particular reason why you're you're really excited for this year? Maybe it's just simply because you love football, you live and breathe football, you love the Packers, and that's why. And that that could be it. But for me, it's it's like a different kind of excitement. And and I kind of touched on it off and on, but it's because it's a big, huge unknown for me. It could be a really really bad season, and that would stink. You know, that, that that obviously would suck. You know, you lose a bunch of games. Nobody wants to see their team lose a bunch of games unless maybe you are the Cardinals and you want that number one overall pick or, or whatever. I, I don't know. But for the most part, you know, nobody wants to see their teams lose a boatload of games, right? But it's the unknown heading into to this season. It's a new era. I'm a Rodgers guy. You know, I... It's going to be different not watching 12 out there, just like it was different not watching 4 out there for for the longest time. It's going to be weird. It's going to be different. You kind of knew what to expect when when Rodgers was out there. You always had, at least for me, uh, I was always of the mindset that as long as 12 is suited up and he's on the field, it should be Super Bowl expectations every single year. And that put a little added extra stress on everything, right? I mean, because you're, you're living and breathing through every game. Every play, every snap, you're just kind of like on the edge of your seat that whole time because there was that expectation. There was that that kind of pressure. And I'm sure they felt it over in Green Bay and such, but like as a fan, you were just almost like living and breathing with every, every play out there because you had high expectations. As long as Rodgers was quarterback, it was – at least in my mindset, Super Bowl or bust. If you have a quarterback at that level, it should be Super Bowl. That's the goal at hand. That's the goal. My expectations are different this year for Green Bay. 
Uh, I'll admit it's probably a little less stressful, at, at least right now. And maybe it's just because I've set the bar a little bit lower. Uh, I'm not really expecting a Super Bowl for, for Green Bay this year. But, I mean, come on now. I'm not I'm not going to <laughs> be disappointed if they go out there and, and, you know, surprise everybody and win a bunch of games and get to the bowl and, and win it. I mean, come on, that would be awesome. You're still going to cheer for them to go 17-0 and for crying out loud and, you know, make a run through the postseason. But I guess, you know, just kind of looking at it from from the outside – my expectations are a little bit lower uh, this year. Maybe it'll be a little less stressful, at least initially, unless it goes really, really, really bad right away. But I'm excited because it's a big thing for me. It's it's an unknown. I don't know what Jordan Love's going to do. And, that, and for some, that might be a stressful situation heading into the season because you don't know what to expect from 10, or maybe you're just down on, on Jordan Love to, to begin with. Everybody's going to be different. Everybody's going to have a different thought on this upcoming season. And for me personally, I'm still excited. Some may be down because Rodgers isn't there, and some may be down because that there isn't a, at least from from all of us, the outside, I'm sure it's different within 1265 Lombardi Avenue, but you know, maybe some are down because those high expectations aren't necessarily there for Green Bay, so you already have it in your mind like, yeah, they ain't going to do anything this year. But I'm excited to see the youngsters kind of grow together. Musgrave, Jaden Reed, Watson, Dobbs. By the way, Romeo Dobbs returned to practice yesterday in a limited fashion, so hopefully ready to go on Sunday. We'll find a little bit more about uh, Watson later today if he's able to do anything or not. But excited to see this offense all grow together. These young guys grow together. It's a very unique makeup of this ball club, I think. Because, you know, they are the based off average year youngest team in the NFL, but they got an Aaron Jones veteran. They got a Bakhtiari, Jair, you know, has been around for a few years. You know, they, they've Rasul Douglas, Devondre Campbell. You know, they got a, Kenny Clark. They, they got a mixture of those those guys up there. And, but, again, it's a lot of young dudes that are going to be asked to play significant playing time right away. And this team looks faster, looks more athletic. I'm excited about that. And really I'm I'm excited to see a new offense. A different I should say new offense. A, a little bit of a different offense. I thought it was, you know, when we talked to Rob Domofsky from ESPN yesterday. And if you missed that conversation, go check it out on the latest episode of the the Man Cave podcast. But uh we talked we asked him or I asked him about you know, the Matt LaFleur you know, and Lafleur's kind of downplayed it, uh, and, and as Rob said, Lafleur doesn't like talking about it. But we all, we all assume it's going to be a little bit of a different offense. And, and Rob's got an article coming out uh, today, and he teased it a little bit for us. But the numbers show, you know, the last few years Green Bay didn't throw middle of the field. And when he asked Lafleur about that, it kind of caught Lafleur by surprise and said, "Yeah, that's well, that's mostly you know a lot of us." parts of our office, what we want to do is throw over the middle of the field. So, again, it kind of goes back in the hand of, like, all right, Aaron Rodgers, common theme there. So now you bring in a Luke Musgrave 
a big, fast tight end to go over the middle. You got like a Jaden Reed, kind of a slot type of receiver. Maybe we'll see a little bit more attacking the middle of the field. But there's that excitement for, for me is to see, you know, because I keep going to my head, it's like, can we see an offense like what Shanahan runs with the 49ers? And I wouldn't say the defense. I'm more like on the defensive side of things here for, for me with this team. I'm more of the, the mindset of like, you, you, you got to go out and do it now. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of tired of always having these expectations for, for this defense, looking for consistent improvement. You can't have a slow start like you did last year and, and ride on like, oh, well, at least we finished you know on a high note. Good. Pick up where you left off. You can't start off slow. You can't do it, especially with this team. No. Can't do it. And that puts the pressure on, yes, the players, but also Joe Barry. So... Uh, Joe Barry, I had a lot of the coordinators yesterday uh, talked, and uh, Joe Barry said, I think if you stay the same, talking about his defense and comparing it to now to where it was last year, I think if you stay the same, you get passed by, the 2023 Green, Green Bay Packers is going to be completely different than the 2022 Packers. There's no doubt. By the way, I thought there was a, maybe kind of a telling Quote from uh, offensive coordinator Adam Stenovich about Yash Nyman yesterday. Maybe there's something. Maybe there isn't. But uh, Stenovich said yesterday, right now he's a backup tackle for us. That's where he's at. And football is a very competitive sport. And some guys rise to that competition and some guys don't. So that's basically what I have to say about that. Huh. I mean, to to me, that's not necessarily a a glowing endorsement of Yash. And maybe there's some disappointment there from from the coaches who expected him to win that right tackle starting spot. I, I don't know. Maybe they feel like he didn't take another step this year. I mean, he essentially you know, he, he got bypassed as the backup left tackle. So, and then, you know, I I thought, okay, Yash is probably going to be the starting left tackle for next year. Walker's going to be that guy now. But I thought that was kind of a telling. Maybe offensive coordinator Stenholm kind of calling out uh, Yash a little bit yesterday. So, all right. But I'm excited. I'm excited for the season. A lot of unknowns. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot of overreactions come Monday morning, depending on what's going to happen with this game. could go one way or the other. So I'm embracing for it. No doubt about it. All right. Uh, so looking at this matchup, Chicago, Green Bay in Chicago here. You got some players. You got some key players. G-Man uh, came in with a, with a key player, uh, A.J. Dillon. Uh, Packers will win 30-20. to 20. Go Pack Go. Go Bucky will win Saturday 27-13. Brewers will win 6-2 tonight, and Brewers will sweep. Uh, it was fun last night. For me, it's Super Bowl win this year. Um, So looking at this matchup, looking at this, we talked about you know two quarterbacks, Justin Fields and Jordan Love, who are under, I think, uh, a big spotlight under the microscope for both their franchises to see 
whether they are going to be the long-term starters for, for this. Justin Fields, kind of a put-up, shut-up year. Jordan Love might get another year on there, but you want to see you know, signs that he's go- that he can be the, that guy, that long-term starter. So there's a lot of, I think, excitement, nerves, unknowns surrounding both franchises, both fan bases with their, with their quarterback sitting into the season. You know, I look at this game, and who knows about the, the receiving, who's going to be out there for, for Green Bay, if Romeo's going to be out there, if Christian Watson's going to be out there. Um, if, it, if those guys aren't, or even if one of them's out, yes, it makes the job of Jordan Love a little bit more difficult. Um, I feel like Romeo, if I had to pick between one of the two that I would really like to have, I feel like Love and Romeo have a, a good connection, but I want both of them out there. So, but anyways, it's going to be tough for, for Jordan Love because, you know, he's got Jaden Reed's a rookie and I'm really high on Jaden Reed. Um, you know, he's, he's going to be a factor right away. Malik Heath might be a factor right away, but I think too, that's what, you know, when you have these injuries pop up for for these wide receivers. This is where, again, I go back to what kind of offense is are we going to see from Matt LaFleur. If we're going to see the the style of offense that Matt LaFleur wants to run, then it's about scheming to, to get guys open. And I think Jordan Love is going to play within that style of offense more than – than perhaps what Rodgers did over the years. I mean, for we always talked about trust with Aaron Rodgers. Heck, Randall Cobb talked about it in Hard Knocks. Told the other guys, Rodgers doesn't trust you. He ain't going to throw it to you. You know, I'm sure every quarterback has a certain level of trust with the receivers, but I feel like, at least in Jordan Love's case, and maybe within this particular offense now, you can scheme guys a little bit more open. Utilize that offensive scheme to help get guys open. But looking at Love for for this game and for the first few weeks of the season, I think it's pretty evident teams are going to go into this, going to go up against Jordan Love, and they're going to put pressure on him right away. They're they're going to bring the blitz. They're gonna they're going to attack him. They're going to go after him. They're going to make him uncomfortable. Try to make him uncomfortable. Try to get him to see some ghosts. Bring that pressure. So it's going to be huge for the offensive line and running backs, tight ends, whoever's going to be in blocking. It's going to be huge uh, for for them to be, you know, doing their job, hitting their assignments, communication on blocking assignments. All that's going to have to be on cue right away week one. Because I just have this feeling Matt Eberflus is going to dial up some pressures for, for the Bears and, and to go out there and say, all right, Jordan, prove it to us. You can beat us because we're going to attack you. We're going to load up the box, bringing in an extra defender, maybe an eight-man box. We're going to key in on stopping the run of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. We're going to look at that and... We want you to beat us, especially if their wide receivers are dinged up in this game. It's going to be a tough task right away, right? It's going to be a tough task for you. But what what's kind of been a common theme that we've also heard about Jordan Love throughout training camp, throughout preseason? And it's it's the guy 
doesn't get flustered. Now, could be completely different when we get to a regular season game as opposed to you know the preseason games and training camp. We saw some drives in preseason where things weren't going good. And how did they always, you know, it's just kind of how it worked out. Green Bay kind of bounced back, scoring drive, then Jordan Love leads the game. But how, you know, that those were, what, a quarter in some of these games? If it's frustrating for three quarters of the game, is he still going to be able to, you know, not let it get to him, not get flustered if things aren't going right for the first couple quarters or first half of this game? That, that's I, I I honestly feel the Bears are going to try to attack Love right away. Why wouldn't you? You know, why wouldn't you bring pressure, Lord the box? And, you know, a way to take away some of that pressure, keeping them honest a little bit, have success running the football. Have some success running that football, too. I think that's going to be a key thing on, in this game for, for Green Bay is – how can they handle that pressure? How can Jordan Love handle that pressure, that offensive line, and can they establish the running game and stay with it? You know, Malafleur, and this he might have to be a little creative right away in week one, especially if some receivers are going to be out. We might have to see some new packages and such. Let's take a quick break, and let's bring in our good buddy Brandon Berg to talk some more football after these quick messages. Get ready to rev up your driving experience at Toys and Ford, your ultimate destination for top-notch vehicles and exceptional service. Whether you're in the market for a sleek new car, a rugged truck, or a versatile SUV, Toys and Ford has the ride that suits your style and needs. Toys and Ford's commitment to quality and customer satisfaction is unmatched. Experience the thrill of driving a Ford, backed by their dedicated team's expertise. Don't miss out on the best in automotive excellence. Visit Toys and Ford today or explore the their inventory at toysandford.com. Hey there, smart shoppers. Get ready to experience the ultimate grocery adventure at Hy-Vee in Eau Claire. From fresh produce to gourmet delights, Hy-Vee is your go-to destination for quality and variety. Explore their aisles brimming with everything you need. Whether it's a family feast or a quick snack, they've got you covered. Every aisle is an adventure in good taste. And if you need a cold beverage afterwards, stop by the bar at Wahlburgers to quench that thirst. Shop smart, shop happy, shop Hy-Vee. Elevate your shopping game at Hy-Vee in Eau Claire today. Let's make some picks. We got Brandon Berg joining me here to make some college football picks and some NFL picks. But first, let's make some college football picks right now, Brandon, with uh week two uh now on the on the schedule here. So uh obviously, you know, Wisconsin getting the, the victory last week uh started off a little slow which you could easily tell it's football season by going on social media. Of course. Uh, and, and seeing I mean, some of the reactions there and stuff. After but. one game, I mean, Phil Longo and Luke Fickle are frost. Hannah Mordecai can't play. Like they, They're just bums. Mm, right, right, right. Yeah, no kidding, right? Uh, so let's start with a game that's actually tonight, Friday night. Illinois at Kansas. Who are you picking? I'll go Kansas. Yeah. I mean, even though Illinois ultimately won, they did have some trouble with Toledo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for I think for Illinois, it's going to just come down to offense. Yep. You know, what can they get out of quarterback? What can they get out of running game without Chase Brown? But I'm going to go Kansas. You know, mm-hmm. these were a couple kind of out of nowhere fun stories last year. 
And but I, I'm gonna go Kansas. I'm gonna go Kansas too uh, in this one. Um, I just you know Illinois. You're right. They did squeak by Toledo, and you know it's always hard to gauge after one week. For it some is of this because stuff sometimes too. you know sometimes you'll have a team that goes on and has a great year that just for week one you know they kind of mm-hmm. you know it just doesn't click right away. Right. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this one. Twelfth ranked Utah at Baylor. It's in Baylor, as I just said. So. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna go Utah. Obviously, these teams are kind of coming off. Uh, all opposite ends of the spectrum. Utah getting the win over Florida. Mm-hmm. Baylor dropping the early game. Like you know, yeah, they lost game. to Texas State. Right, a game. So. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, I mean, I would have went Utah. I think regardless. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if there's any talk of Cam Rising's back yet at, at quarterback, but you know that Utah team is just. I, I mean, I think I've said this on the show before, but I think Kyle Whittingham's the most underrated coach in America. You have like, said he's, that. Yep. He's just. Mm-hmm. They're always right there. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go Utah. All right. How about uh, 20th ranked Ole Miss visiting 24th ranked Tulane? You know, this was, I, I would have loved to have seen this game a year ago. Mm-hmm. You know, when two, I mean, remember Tulane won the show, or not the Sugar Bowl, excuse me. They they won the Fiesta Bowl, I believe. Yep. They beat uh, UCLA or USC. Mm-hmm. Soon to be Big Ten UC, <laughs> USC. But I'm going to go Ole Miss in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Tajay Spears, obviously, now for Tulane. Just some differences. I'm, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with the fight Lane Kiffins. <laughs> I'll go Ole Miss uh, in, in this one as well. Uh, a couple more here. Uh, Texas A&M, 23rd ranked at the U, Miami. Um, I'm going to go with Texas A&M. Um, I just, I'm still not entirely sure what to make of Miami. Mm-hmm. You know, they're kind of back and then they're not. They're right. Back, you know, so, but I, I'm going to go with A&M. I'm going to go Miami, uh, just that it's in Miami. Uh, I think it's going to be a close one, but I'll go with the U. I'll go with the with the Hurricanes in, in this one. Iowa at Iowa State. A Cyhawk game. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You know, Iowa showed as much offense last <laughs> week as they have in a while, even though they didn't quite get to the uh, Brian Ferentz 25-point threshold. But I'm going to go Iowa State. Ooh, okay. You know, I think that... Matt Campbell was a 2020. They had such a good year. Matt Campbell was a hot coaching prospect, mm-hmm. both in the pros and college. The last yeah. two years have been down a little bit. I think Iowa State makes a statement and wins that game. Okay, I'll go Iowa. I'll go. I'll go with a boring pick and go, and go, go with the Hawkeyes the, uh, with this with this one. So. Brian Balaga land. Brian Balaga, Iowa. Um, so yeah, I'll go with the Hawkeyes. Are they back? Will they be back after this game? Texas at Alabama. <laughs> Brandon, I just, threw the, I just threw the horns down. Please don't find me, Big Twelve. Um, <laughs> no, Alabama. Um, you know, last year that was Texas's shot. Yep. You know, if if not for the you know, the quarterback injury, maybe they get Alabama mm-hmm. when they were playing in Texas. But this one's this at Brian. Uh, this one's over in Alabama. Yep. Um, Brian Denny Stadium. I. I, I I think Alabama wins. I think Alabama wins by a couple scores. Weird how you know Alabama's ranked outside, and after one week, they're now the third ranked team in the country. So Funny all that talk about wow, they're your first time yeah. since you know outside the top, and yeah, they're number three yeah. right now. Uh, Alabama, uh, yep. I'll go with Alabama too. If it was in Texas, would you pick Texas or still? Alabama? I think I'd still go Alabama, but I think it'd be like a one score ish. Okay, okay. Uh, is there another one I want to do before? Before Wisconsin, I don't think so. No, let's just do Wisconsin on here, um, because I mean Stanford to USC, we're picking USC. Right, right? we want to yeah. try to have ones that have a little bit of mm-hmm. doubt in them. Yeah. All right. So 
Washington or Wisconsin at Washington State here, Brandon. There's some Badger fans out there a little nervous because of what happened last year, right? I think that's fair to say. But it's a new regime, new players. Obviously, we still got players from that team that remember uh, being involved in that loss. How do you see this one playing out? What is your pick for this game? Washington at Washington, or excuse me, Wisconsin at Washington State. It is not State. the Apple Cup. Uh, I'm trying to find a line here. Um, I just know the matchup predictor favors Wisconsin on here. but uh, Last, I thought it seemed like maybe like four or five. Okay. Something like that. Okay. But I'm going to go Wisconsin. Um, I think that... They carry over some of the momentum from the second half with Buffalo. Now, that said, I think this is still going to be a close game. Like, Washington's coming off an impressive performance against Colorado State. Um, you said they won last year. Like, this is a team that's – I think they're, they've are they done a good job of kind of reestablishing their identity. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Cameron Ward's a good quarterback. He had, some, he had some big throws last year against them, even if it was a bit of an up-and-down game. You know, he was making the jump from, I think, like Division two. So, you know, he's a lot more steady now. Former Badger Nikia Watson starting mm-hmm. running back there, um, but no, I I'm going to still go with, with Wisconsin, but I think it's a it's a pretty close one. The the lines actually increased. Uh, looks like here uh, six on some, six and a half on the other. So let's call Ooh. it a touchdown. Ooh. Do you think Wisconsin covers? Yes, but I'm going to say it's because they went by seven. Yeah, that's where I was like, I I think they I I think they went by ten. Okay. Uh, I think Wisconsin wins, and I think they they cover. Gotcha. In, in this game. But yeah, it's looks like it's gone up here a little bit. You know, Fandu- Interesting. FanDuel's a six and a half. I've mentioned the Palouse is a tough place to play. It's not a super big stadium, Martin mm-hmm. Stadium. So, and it's going to be loud. I mean, this is a prime time game. Well, it's not necessarily prime time in the Western time zone for them, but it's a, right. it's a nationally televised ABC game. So like, yep. they, you know, they, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on this, even though it's going on the same time as Texas, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Like this is, this is a big game. Obviously, this is kind of a big game. I mean, it's a big game for Wisconsin, but also for Washington State, too. But, yeah, I'll, yep. I'll take Wisconsin by seven. Maybe a chance for Washington State to say, hey, if anybody wants to pick us up for a conference. Right. Hey, you know what? You say you joke about that, but, you know, you go you go and you, you beat a team like Wisconsin that's got a lot of buzz to it in this mm-hmm. spot. Maybe. Man, I mean, that was kind of some of the talk with Florida State last week, how they annihilated LSU, and there was some like, hey, maybe Big Ten now wants Florida State or something like that. Yeah. So. But, hey, never know. You never know. We'll see. So, all right. Those are our college picks. Ready to do some NFL? I am, and I actually have my official pro football picking contest picks up, so I actually make sure that I'm coordinated. So we both had the Chiefs, and we both started 0-1 right away. So uh, off to a fantastic start. Uh, with this one, but I do here, have so. all my picks for this week, which is an improvement on sometimes last year for the pick'em contest when I would forget about the Thursday night game. If you haven't made picks yet, I you mean, still you're can. Just, you, yeah, you're just going to miss out on, on obviously one. last night. But you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe it'll come down to one game. Don't know, but hey, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out. So, um, all right, let's do let's do the picks now. Let's go with uh, Panthers at Falcons. I'm gonna go Carolina. I think Carolina's an interesting team because if Bryce Young is good, I think Carolina's a really sneaky team because of their defense, and I think Frank Wright is the right man for the job following uh, Matt Rule. Mm -hmm. The Frank Reich hire, and there is comparings to this, 
it the, 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 the him getting going over to to Carolina is almost to me reminiscent of Doug Peterson going to Jacksonville last year. Um, just, just similarities there, and I know Trevor Lawrence was already there for a year when when yeah. Doug Peterson, but that it kind of gives me those vibes. Yeah, a like you, bit. you've got to establish coach in the NFL that's taking over for a coach that was kind of in over his head mm-hmm. like you're college getting this, coach you're, you're yep. getting this fresh start you know, mm-hmm. like you said you know Trevor Lawrence already had one year but here you know I, Do we I, want I, to count that year under Urban Meyer for him I, I don't yeah. if, I'm, if I'm a Jaguars fan I don't blame you if you don't want to yeah. but no I'm going to take Carolina in this one mm-hmm. I'm going to go Atlanta uh Atlanta to me is an interesting team you know last year for the longest time you know they were still kind of in a playoff conversation they they got young talent Bijan Robinson, how do you use him? Kyle Pitts, you know, athletic, Drake London. So much is going to ride on Desmond Ritter, though, right. at quarterback over there. So I think Arthur Smith is, is a really good coach. He's done a good job with what he's been given so far. Um, this is in Atlanta, so I'm I'm going to go with Atlanta. Plus, you've got Cordero Patterson listed as, as the a, Joker. As on the, the Joker, that's as right. As the Joker on, the, uh, on their depth chart. How Which, many more teams do you think now are going to start doing that? Well, and you see, you hear that a lot in college. Like, like I know there's athlete in college. There's athlete. Like, there's certain defenses where you hear they've kind of got like a special name, which basically they're kind of a playmaker. You hear mm-hmm. some teams call him like the star, or yep. you know, like the diff. Basically, it's a guy that you know they move around, which mm-hmm. I think honestly is a pretty decent comparison for what they're probably going to do with Patterson. Yeah, like. I, I, you know, is football becoming positionless like the NBA? <laughs> and I'm I'm happy to see that a team has found the way to utilize him. That because that was something when he was in Minnesota, I was kind of, I, I kind of saw you kind of see after a while was like, you know, he's not a true receiver. He's mm-hmm. not the best route runner. But you put the ball in his hands, and good things happen. And right. Eventually, I think it was I think it was Bill Parcells was kind of the first, or Bill Parcells, Bill Bill, Bill Belichick, Belichick was yeah. the first one that kind Same of thing. said, yeah, <laughs> kind of. That said, you know, hey, let's let's try my running back because he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. So that you know, Atlanta, like he's, they're a bit like Carolina in that if Desmond Ritter hits, if he's even just above average, that NFC South, any of those teams can win it. I agree. I I totally agree. Uh, we'll get to that uh, coming up here in a little bit. You mentioned Bill Belichick. I got to say this though. I don't know if you heard the news. Revenge tour. Revenge tour. Going to be spending every waking hour at the facility. He's a single man now, people. Just him and Nike. So he's the dog. Him and Nike uh, the dog. So there's that narrative. I also saw one this morning that apparently there's some people concerned that she's going to go on Twitter and expose him for some stuff. <laughs> just you know, it's possible they had an amicable breakup. People <laughs> like possible. those that does happen in the in this world. People break up and they're like, you know what? I you know, I still really like you. This you know we're just. But don't you want it a little bit, Brandon, to be so there is some drama that his ex, that Bill Belichick's ex girlfriend, goes on Twitter. But you and then he gets asked about it just to see the reaction from him. What's Twitter? Just to see him say what's Twitter? And, or he was he's just gonna. We're on. Yeah, we're on. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. But the, all that all that possible energy is would be making life a little bit easier for the Jets. And do you want that? No, that's why I'm like, <laughs> thank you for taking one for the team. I think her name is Linda. You know, breaking up and upsetting Bill, so he takes a because you know for I I mentioned this yesterday, but you know for a fact, Bill Belichick will do anything to stop the Jets from going to the Super Bowl. Right. So that's what you want, two Packers fans. I said, now he's yeah. just going to be living at the facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Or he's got like a cot in the cot yeah. in his room. Yeah, he can't go fishing right now with uh, with uh, Jimmy. No, it's not fishing season; it's football season. So, uh, all right, Houston at Baltimore. Ah, uh, Baltimore. Yeah, 
I know Odell's got an ankle thing going on, but this isn't Houston's year. No, and I, I'm interested to see the new Baltimore offense with mm-hmm. uh, Todd Monken. Todd Monken, just yep. to see, like, are they going to try to have, you know, a, a little bit more passing out of Lamar Jackson, which I think I, I think he can do. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, we'll get to it here, but I'm very intrigued with the Ravens this year. Uh, we'll get to that coming up here in a second. Jacksonville at the Colts. I'm going to go Jacksonville. Um, I like the trajectory of the Jaguars. Um, I think really highly of Trevor Lawrence. I think now that you've got him hooked up with a coach that actually knows what he's doing. And remember the trade they made last year that didn't benefit the, them last year. The but Calvin Ridley year. trade. Yeah. Like, yeah, I... I thought that was I'm, a smart move. I'm uh, I'm I'm high on the fighting the fighting uh, shot cons. <laughs> I'm going Jaguars too. Uh, Titans at the Saints. I'm gonna go with the Saints uh, mostly because this one's in New Orleans. I mm-hmm. think Superdome will be rocking for for Week One. Yep. New quarterback Derek Carr. New Derek Carr. New quarterback Derek Carr. No Alvin Kamara, but nope. that I think that Saints defense is really good, mm-hmm. and I think they do enough to slow down a, uh, the Titans. I went Titans on this one. I just. I got questions with the Titans. You know, you, Tannehill, then is Will Levis going to be the starter eventually? Derrick Henry's still there. DeAndre's there now. Burke's the wide receiver. I, I guess I, I think the Titans are going to be a pesky team this year because of Mike Rabel a little bit. It he, almost kind of like a, like a Dan Campbell like, vibe sort yeah, of thing. Like sometimes you know? those kind of uh, those tough-minded, you know, mm-hmm. I want to classify him as an ankle-biter coach, but you know what I mean. Like, Kneecaps. You know, a lot of times those guys don't work in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Mike Vrabel's one that does. Mike Vrabel every year gets everything he's got out of that Titans team. Yep, I agree. Uh, San Francisco at Pittsburgh. I went the 49ers. Um, I'm always a little leery whenever you get a West Coast team traveling for a noon game on the other coast, mm-hmm. but I think San Francisco... Now they got the Bosa stuff in yep. the rearview mirror. Yep. Um, I think this is a sneaky game for possibly being the best game of week one. It is a very interesting um, matchup. For in that noon window. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to go 49ers here. I went with 49ers as well. I know a lot of people are high on Pittsburgh this year. Uh, Kenny Pickett making a step. But I think, yeah, getting Nick Bosa back on the team is going to get another energy. I will say this, though. There's not a whole lot of talk about Brock Purdy this year. I want to see it again from Brock If Brock Purdy doesn't play well... Then there needs to be, a, I think, a conversation about John Lynch and, and Kyle Shanahan. You factor in the Trey Lance trade sort of thing. If Brock Purdy, and it's evident that he's his play is holding the 49ers back, there's going to be some interesting conversations, I think, going on. There is. They built a uh, they built a real, obviously a great roster there, but quarterbacks at one spot that they haven't quite fully clicked on. Especially Brock Purdy is kind of re- you know kind of regresses a little bit. Right. Yep. Uh, Tampa at Minnesota. Will Baker Mayfield usher in a new era with the Buccaneers? Well, um, I end up having, in a 16-team fantasy league, I have Baker Mayfield starting as my quarterback this week because I uh, really messed up. The I was going to say, did you drop the ball or something on the quarterbacks? Like or? four times. Every time I went to draft a quarterback, like two picks before I did, someone took him. <laughs> and I'm a firm believer in you going best player available, not yeah. just saying, well, I need to pick a running back this round, and that's how you end up with uh, – Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray's your quarterbacks. Oh boy, Brandon! <laughs> so I'm, I, but with that said, I'm going to go Minnesota. But I think this is this game. I think this could be a shootout. Really? I think it could be. Okay. Um, because um, you know that Fortnite or that uh, Buccaneers defense still has some of those pieces from the Super Bowl, yeah. but there's still also some questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got a little. They've been a little banged up. Um, and I think Minnesota's offense could be better this year. Mm-hmm. Simply because it's year two and, yep. against Kevin O'Connell, but um, I still don't know about the Vikings' defense. Mm-hmm. Like 
I you feel better about Brian Flores. I, I, abso- I absolutely do, but you yeah. just don't know, right. especially like week one. There's always some weird stuff that happens week one. So I'm gonna take Minnesota. I'm gonna take Minnesota in a shootout. Okay, I also have Minnesota winning this one. It, yeah, you're right. I mean, if Baker's on, they, Tampa's still got players, right? Right. They've got receivers. Yep. You know, they can run the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're they're not just because Tom Brady's not there anymore doesn't mean that they're bums. Right. There's there's interesting players on this one. It's just so dependent on Baker or if it's Kyle Trask at any point in, in this time too. So, uh, Arizona at Washington. The feel- road to a winless season for Arizona starts. Tank Bowl starts now. I'm going to go with the Commanders. I'm going Commanders on this one, too, even though still find it funny the Cardinals won't officially announce a quarterback, even though it's been leaked already. That's going to be Joshua Dobbs. Such a competitive disadvantage when you're going Joshua Dobbs or Clayton Toon. Like, I mean, come that's on, basically, people. are you starting Dan Marino or John Elway? <laughs> I don't If there isn't a more, uh, more like, what do you want to say? More obvious tanking job than 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 the Cardinals. It's right. It's, it's them right now. So, um, all right. Let's go with the Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. Bengals. Yeah, I'm going with the Cleveland or Cle- with, with, the, with, with the Bengals with with the with the Bengals. Yeah. Interesting to note. I don't know if you Peter King said this was a game that's not getting a whole lot of attention that he thinks should get a whole lot of attention. Hmm. Right now, so because um, just he's as he mentioned, Joe Burrow's only got one win against the Browns in his career, hmm. but he can beat Patrick Mahomes. It's one of those weird. It's things, not Jer- well, Jared Goff's on beating against Patrick Mahomes. That's true. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna go with the with the Bengals as well. Packers, Bears will save. Let's go Raiders at the Broncos. Broncos because this game is a mile high. Mm-hmm. I am gonna go with uh, the Broncos too. The Sean Payton has been an interesting talking point. He has, as, uh, ta- as you say, you know, mentioned talking. Um, yeah, um, I'm curious to see how him and Russell Wilson work. Um, it's gonna. I, I think it it could either really work well or it's gonna wear thin between those two. I think. I don't know if there's, there's no, a middle ground. I, I, I agree. Yeah. I'll go Broncos too. Dolphins at the Chargers. Another one that I think like Niners Steelers could be a really fun one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Dolphins on the road. I'm going Dolphins too. I really like the Dolphins. I'll get to that in, in our picks later on. I like the Chargers too, but I just one of the best moves. I'll keep saying this in the entire offseason, players or coaches was Vic Fangio going to the Dolphins. I I, can, I, I will ride that one all season long. Revenge Bowl Eagles at the Patriots. Will Bill Belichick get his revenge right away? I don't think he will. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Eagles. I'm going to go with Eagles, too. Rams at Seahawks. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. The Rams have like four players I can name. <laughs> Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup ain't playing. Cooper Cup ain't playing. Um... <laughs> His eyes just got big. <laughs> oh, um, tight end. What's his name? Higby. Hey, Tyler Higby. Yeah. So you only it, named it, three. <laughs> it, it's... Yeah, that's it not gets, that it gets, good. It gets rough quick. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> does Leonard Little still play for the right no. <laughs> Uh Cowboys at the Giants. Sunday night. Weird. I'm, this is like a tradition like any other it, it's, Cowboys. It, and... It's fun, yeah. <laughs> but but actually, this year it actually makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go Dallas. Dallas on the road in New York City, even though it's in the middle. I was going to say, it's. <laughs> uh, I'm going Dallas uh, in this one, too. And then Buffalo at the uh, New York Aaron Rodgers. 
I am going to go with the fine Stefan Diggs's Buffalo. You're going to go Buffalo. I'm, gonna go I'm Buffalo. going Jets in this one. I think uh, too much hype and excitement surrounding uh, Aaron Rodgers and that. I think they'll come away with a win. I think he's undefeated on Monday Night Football, too. So, uh, Packers at Bears. Is that true? Aaron something. Uh, let me look it up here. I keep seeing the graphic like because I, I get that he, you know, Monday Night Football isn't what you know Monday Night Football was as far as matchup goes when we were kids. But that's I'm, let me that's see. Surprise! I've, I've never heard that. Uh here we go. Wait, no. I'll I'll, I'll try to. Okay, sounds good. Oh, he Rogers enters his first game as a member of the Jets, sporting a nine and zero mark on ESPN. Okay, there it is. Okay, so all right, kind of. All right, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He goes 10 and 0. Uh, Packers, Bears. I'm going Packers. Ooh. Okay. I think this comes down to the defense is making a play, and I have a little more faith in the Packers defense than I do the Bears defense, even with all the additions they've made. 23 17, Green Bay. I'm going that I was going to say like 2017. Yeah. So uh, I think this is a game that you're going to see some sloppy play from, from the offense on both sides. Uh, this is a game that two quarterbacks have to prove that they are not this game, but this season, you know, in general is going to be that two quarterbacks have to prove that they are starting quarterbacks for their current teams that they can be. Um, I think it's going to be kind of up and down on both sides, but you're right. Even with question marks surrounding Joe Barry and such, I'd still rather take Green Bay's defense uh, at this point. So uh, I'll go Green Bay, even though I am nervous about the fact that Jordan might not have his two top two running backs or uh, wide receivers. So. That's going to do it for this episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by Hy-V and Toyson Ford. Hey, big thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And if you could be a friend, tell a friend, tell people about the Man Cave Podcast, and tell them they need to listen, all right? Going to come up with an idea to try to figure out kind of like an incentive thing to, to listen, to make sure that you're listening, and maybe give away some prizes or something like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll think about it. But if anybody's got an idea, hey. Hit me up with that, all right? Until next time, I'm Dan Casper, and we will talk to you on the next episode of the Man Cave Podcast.